You know, I feel like I would want to have the speed of a demigorgon. Okay. I like um, that. So I would take that. Um, maybe the head of... You remember in, in The Witch when you see the hot witch before she oh, yeah. turns ugly? Mm-hmm. I want her face. Okay. <laughs> you want to be hot, but yeah. like scary. I want to be hot, but scary. I um, like it. I want to have the power of turning in like stealth mode. Cool. You know? Like, like uh, okay, like camouflage or like invisible? Um, I would say... I think camouflage would be really cool. I feel like... If, if you're invisible, that's, like, cheating, you know? Mm. Like, I don't I don't want to... I want there to be a little risk. Okay, so you camouflage. I mean? Yeah, like, I could die, but <laughs> you're not going to see me, Mitch. Um, I want to, like, when I kill my victims, I want to decapitate them and, like, eat their head like a like a black widow would, her husband. Like, you wouldn't... Like, you, you would leave the body, but not the head? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Dude, that's this is so much more interesting than anything I was gonna say. <laughs> so I feel like I can't answer it now. Um, I'm just high, so I'm going with it. Yeah, you know? just, yeah, do it. Go with it. I want to be able to fly. Mm, yeah, me too. I was thinking like dragon. Yeah. Ooh. Like, uh, like I want to be a cool, like a big, huge dragon, like okay. Smaug. You know. Yes, bitch. And just like Those huddle over dragon. my piles of gold, like and bones. <laughs> yeah, and just set people on fire. Anyone who walks in, just set them on fire. Just be like, or, like <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'll just like flick them. I'll just be like, ping. <laughs> get, get out of here. I would love to. I would love to see you in Skyrim. Yeah, dude. And I would have like I would live in like this cool castle on a cliff and just hoard my gold, my jewels, dude. And we'd be best friends. Like I, yeah. you'd give me rides every now and then. Yeah. When my flying powers were tired. <laughs> Hop on. Hop on my back. <laughs> this is going to be a crazy fucking episode, dude. I'm so high. Same, same, so same, 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 same. <laughs> you don't even know. Ho, we are super high. Ho, you don't even want this shit. But you know you want this shit. <laughs> and now, tonight's presentation... Welcome to another episode of Flick Chicks. Yeah, this is uh, Chelsea. And I'm Sheridan. And we are back for another episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's this almost a... Thanksgiving. I know, dude. Are you, is anybody is anybody having lamb <gasps> Ooh. for Thanksgiving? Well, I know I am. Wait. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> we are, because we're talking about some Silence, Silence of, of the, the Lambs. lambs. <laughs> Coming out in 1991. 91. My birth year. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's, uh, we chose, okay, so we're, we're kind of keeping up on, like, the cannibal track. You yeah. Know, we're, we're, we went down the road and now we're just, uh. We're here. Yeah. Here's the thing. We're starving. Yeah. I mean, every day we eat, you know, sometimes we'll eat breakfast on dinner, sometimes just one meal, but the real thing here is that thanksgiving is next week and that is a hunger that cannot be satiated until no. thanksgiving no i told my dad i was like dad i don't have any money i can't cook anything for thanksgiving he was like baby you just bring yourself over here don't even worry about yep. it and i was like all right well since we're on that page i have a list of demands 
there has to be a turkey because he was talking yeah. about not having a turkey for Thanksgiving. He was like, we can we can cook a lamb and some ham. And I'm just like, how about a turkey? How about yeah. the one traditional thing that why? Why? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, we got to have cranberry sauce. You have to have sweet potatoes. You also have to have mashed potatoes because you can't just do one. You have to do both. Yeah. Because you never know. You, you know, mashed potatoes has this like salty, savory, creamy taste. Sweet, sweet potatoes dessert. is like dessert. It's Yeah. I was going to say, I, I usually eat it like as a dessert. Yes. So with the marshmallows on it. And the brown sugar. And the brown mm-hmm. sugar. And the brown sugar. Yes. Dude, yes. yes you got to have yes. green beans. And the cranberry sauce cannot have the cranberries Listen, in it. Okay, not green bean casserole, though. Uh, like green beans, not green oh. bean. I don't like green. I don't like... I'm not a casserole person, guys. I'm not I'm not super into casserole. I get it. I get it. Uh, the only thing is that it's it's been in my meals every year. Okay. So it's just that's a tradition yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I would eat green beans by themselves. Like maybe some... some uh, some French green beans, you know? Ooh, okay. Yeah, but uh. this year I can't cook shit because I can't <laughs> afford shit. And that really sucks because, like, I love making... I make this, like, um, Brussels sprouts dish. Mm-hmm. And it's got little bits of bacon in it. I love Brussels sprouts. Yes. Oh. And a little bit of, like, uh, what's it called? Parmesan, but, like, the flaky Parmesan cheese. You just flake that over it. Yeah. A little bit of lemon. Ooh. Yeah, Am so I close good. enough to the mic? I think can you, so. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Okay, cool. Yeah, and if not, we'll just up the volume. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um but yeah you know uh i don't have to do anything and my dad's like we got you fam yeah so i'm, I'm going to my dad's house for thank for thanksgiving thanks <laughs> i um i asked my brother what he was gonna do and he was like oh we're having like a big party and i was like oh are you like what do I, like are you gonna be cooking and he was like yeah we're gonna have turkey and ham and like every spread like we're gonna have a huge spread and oh i was like god I was like, Mamma Mia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I was like, yes, okay, I will be there. Like, <laughs> Sick, dude. I'm so excited. I'm a, um, for me, it's not Thanksgiving dinner unless there's stuffing. Stuffing is like yes. my thing. Like, dude, yeah. I love stuffing. I cannot wait. Guys, we are hungry. Dude, oh my God. I like stuffing, and I know that in every single stuffing dish, there's celery. Mm-hmm. And I hate that part of it. Really? I'm that person that eats the stuffing and goes around the celery. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Celery? Celery, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cel- celery. You all, I feel like you second guess yourself yeah. when you're really I high. Um. So anyway, we wanted to spend some more time with um another famous cannibal mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because we had so much fun the last the last episode. So. Yeah, dudes. We wanted to keep it going. Um, but I guess before we get into the movie, how was your week? Um, my week was very intense. It was a it was a busy week. Yeah, um, it was a really intense week for both of us. Yeah, dude. Um, I Now that I'm kind of opening up, you guys kind of know me a little bit better. Um, I know I mentioned I'm going through a divorce. It's been one of the most trying times of my life. Uh, dating. Let me let me just let me just give some wisdom to my my fellow Americans <laughs> or not, you know, <clears throat> not American, whatever. This is for everybody. Yeah, for for anyone. <clears throat> if you get out of a of a long long relationship with somebody, give back to yourself. Yeah. I uh I tried I tried Tinder. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> uh the expectations of people nowadays are are kind of scary, dude. But I realized that um, I'm 
really, really yearning to get to know myself again. Yeah, for sure. That's like, yeah. that's and I a think, huge thing. And I think everybody should do that. You know, if you're getting out of a relationship, even if it's been a year, you should you should take a few years and just give back to yourself. Because like, you haven't, this is an opportunity. This is a golden opportunity. A yeah. lot of people are like, God, I, I had a couple people go, you know, fuck, <laughs> I wish I, I wish I was in your position. And like at the time when they would say shit like that, I would be like, what do you mean? You don't want to feel this shit. Mm-hmm. But then I re- I realized all at once, like after a lot of shit was happening, oh, I've got it made right now. Fuck yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I have been seeing. That's what I've been saying to myself whenever I think of you. Like, mm-hmm. she, like, has her fucking shit and she's doing it. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Thanks, dude. To, like, watch you do all your all your stuff like i love it means a lot to me dude. i think that i think that this is such a good thing Mm -hmm. and what you have going on is such a good thing and you don't need anybody to like no to validate that or to make you know to make you feel happy you don't need another Mm -hmm. person to make you happy that's that's something that i forgot i forgot that like as as humanity like we want to latch we want to latch on to somebody and like that gives them purpose but like every single person out there has purpose and it's just a matter of not being lazy laziness is a huge thing you know you think about doing something and that 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 makes you think oh man i gotta put effort into this so it's just a matter of getting up and doing it i i this is the last thing i want to add dude because this is giving me life right now (laughs) um i i've been working out ever since you know my marriage ended and just all this shit I was like, I'm going to start working out and stuff. And I took a before picture, you guys, and it was bad. It was bad, dude. But but you but you sent me a picture of now. Of current. And, like, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like, I'm five feet tall. Um, I weighed 197 pounds. And it's not that I looked fat, though. I, I mean, I, I just didn't. But um, I started working out. Just, just simply by like cutting out sugars. Yep. You know, I still indulge. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I got an Apple Watch, so it keeps track of like my calorie intake and like all that oh, shit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and like measures how many calories I've burned when I work out. Uh, I right now I weigh 168 pounds. Dude. Yeah, I fluctuate between 65 and 68, but that that actually happens because I'm currently building muscle and then like. That's what I'm telling you, you guys. Like she's fucking killing it right now. Like that's what I'm saying. You are killing it. My goal is like I I want to weigh I want to weigh like 135 because 135 like I I'm not too skinny. Right. And then I have my muscle and stuff like that. I'm not trying to be like ripped or anything like that. I just want to feel better. Yeah, totally. And so far, it's it's been going really, really good. And sweet, sweet, sweet. I've been going to a lot of comedy and laughing my ass off. And Dude, this <clears throat> podcast has literally just like it, it's something I look forward to every single fucking week because it just makes me, me that happy. Yeah, me too. But yeah, dude. So I'm done talking. I'm sorry I took a lot of time. But Sheridan, how no, was your no. week, bro? I, no, I feel like we fucking we just want to be real with you guys and like we yeah. wanna we want you in on like what's going on and stuff. So. I just want, wait, before you start, this week I spent time with Sheridan and she's going to tell you what happened, but I just have to tell you, it made me so happy and brought me life. Oh (laughs) my goodness, you guys. Okay. So 
I don't know if you know, but I have pink hair now. She's got, dude, it's it's called, we use the color flamingo. And I <laughs> love it so much. I feel like a fairy princess. I'm so happy. <clears throat> so that was my week. My week was fucking great. Um, uh, sorry, I had to take a drink of water. <laughs> You're fine, dude. Quench um, that thirst. So yeah, I, it was it was so fun. It took a really long time. It did we had to we had to bleach her hair? Yeah, um, we didn't do anything crazy. It just had to come up a couple levels, and yeah. then we uh, we toned it to this like it, it's almost like a strawberry blonde, which is the per. If you guys ever do hair or whatever, you want to do like a strawberry <clears throat> toner if you're doing pink colors because yeah. that makes the pink last so much longer yeah yeah this i love it it came out exactly how i wanted it yeah, dude. so she made my fairy princess dreams come true this yes. week <laughs> yes yes and it um, felt it felt good too because i haven't i haven't done somebody else's hair in a really long time so it was nice it brought yeah. back so many memories <laughs> i um i also went and saw trevor noah this week oh shit okay uh on friday night how yeah. was that it was it was good mm-hmm it was good. I liked it. It was really fun. Um, the two comedians that were that went up before Trevor Noah were really good, and um, the vibe was really good. So yeah, that's it. Was tidy. cool. I don't I don't usually like going to see comedians in like a stadium setting. Yeah, it's that so, was a big place. Dude. Yeah, it was huge. Um, but this one was really good. So nice. I, had, I had a lot of fun. You could hear everything. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and. Um, Trevor, I love his, I love his stand-up and I love his show. So it was like, it was just really cool to, to be able to see him live. So. Nice, dude. It was cool. Um, but yeah, I'm just getting ready for Thanksgiving. It's really, it's getting busier at work now and I worked my ass off yesterday. So Good, I'm dude. super tired today. Yeah, I feel it. Um, oh yeah. And uh, we're, we got the seven day free trial of Disney Plus. Yes. So we've been uh, pretty much, like, I don't even know what's on Netflix right now because <laughs> I've just been watching Disney Hell Plus. Yeah. Um, I love Disney movies. Oh, my God. Dude, I have been, I've been watching everything. Like, it's so crazy to... Hell yeah, dude. I You know what? And I even watched the live action Lady and the Tramp, the new one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. Nice. It was pretty good. The CGI was a little weird, but it really? was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, it was cute. if you want Disney Plus, like she said, there's a seven day free trial. But if you, if you go to Verizon, like drop your your mm-hmm. other company, go to Verizon, whatever, they have a uh, one year of Disney Plus for free. So that's oh, that's what cool. I, I just upgraded my phone. I got that for free. So if you guys are obsessed with Disney and need an upgrade on your phone, go fucking do that shit. Yup. Yeah. So. Oh, okay, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Should I we think, get into it? I think you guys are caught up. I think it's time to take a dive. To take a dive into Cannibal Town. Yes. <laughs> Hannibal Cannibal. Uh, with The Silence of the Lambs, 1991. Um, this was the first horror movie to win Best Picture at the Oscars. Crazy, dude. I think the only one to this day. Um, so, okay, here's a little... I want to see if you can... I want to see if you can guess. So... Uh, Silence of the Lambs was not the first horror movie to be nominated for Best Picture, but it was the only one to win. Do you th- can you think of any horror movie that you think would be nominated for Best Picture? Got in 1991? No, 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 just like any just like any movie, um, any horror movie. Fuck, I'm going to say horror. 
Oh, okay, yeah, so it's taking me too long, dude. So here, here are some horror movies that have been nominated but haven't won. Okay, Best Picture. We got Jaws, okay, of course. The Exorcist, of course. Wow. Uh, the Sixth Sense, Black Swan, and Get Out. Wow. Those are the only other horror movies that have been nominated for for Best Picture. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was intense. So dude. Silence of the Lambs winning Best Picture was really a moment of. Um, legitimizing horror like in film and like damn you know having the academy take horror seriously was like unheard of so the fact that it won is like crazy yeah and so not only did it win best picture but it won in like the quote top five categories um of the academy awards which is best picture Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Screenplay. Wow. It won all of those. <gasps> I got goosebumps. I know! Just it's, thinking, I wonder if, she, I wonder if Jody cried. I, I'm sure she did. I just, it's so, it's so crazy. This film really brought the serial killer movie to like, light. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Out of the darkness. Yeah, Ooh. and it was kind of a... It was kind of a sleeper hit. Nobody really thought that it would do that well. And, like, it fucking... It, uh, I think, out of a $20 million budget, they made almost $300 million oh worldwide. God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, this is another big movie. Yeah, <laughs> another shit. big movie for us. Um, it's, it's iconic, yeah. for sure. Uh, it has two of the most recognizable characters... In film history, Clarice Absolutely. Starling and Dr. Hannibal Lecter, mm-hmm. um, two of the most memorable characters in, in all of literature, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, this is a uh, welcome to episode two of season <laughs> three. Shit, dude. Um, I'm really excited to get into it. I've we've both seen this movie so many times because it's it's so good. It's so. Um, you just want to rewatch it all the time. This is one of those movies that I still like all, if it's on Netflix or whatever, I'll, I'll just watch it just yeah. because I'm like, yeah, I, I need a good, good, deep movie. I'm pretty much always in the mood for it. Yeah, like <laughs> There's never a time, any holiday, put it on, I'm, I'm game. Yeah, I'm, um, I, what was it? Oh, shoot. I totally lost what I was going to say. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those where, like, it's, it is it is truly kind of horrifying. There's some really scary parts in this movie, but but I always want to watch it. It's always exciting. Um, the story never gets old. The characters never get old. And I feel like every time I watch it, I notice something new about it. Um, something new to love about it. Yeah, so. So, yay, yay, yay. I'm super excited to get into it. So this, um, again, so this movie was wildly successful. Um, It spawned a couple of sequels, some prequels even. Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I've only seen Hannibal with Julianne Moore. I haven't seen, I've never seen Red Dragon and I've never seen uh, the most recent one. So I'm not super familiar yeah. with the sequels, guys. That's Neither all I'm saying. Like um, the only I, the only one I remember, and I don't even know which movie it was from. I just wiped my eyeliner all over my head. <laughs> <laughs> I had a rough night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, there. It was all I remember is the scene of I think it was Hannibal cutting op- cutting off the top 
of some dude's head. That's Hannibal. And feeding his brain yeah. to his himself. Yeah, that's... Himself. That, that's Hannibal. Shit. That, that was a... That that's was, that's the one where the guy feeds people to pigs. He yeah. like, it's really disgusting. That's very scary to me. It, it, it that was a very horrifying movie to watch, and yeah. I saw it way too early. Which like, one was that? Oh, Hannibal. Hannibal yeah, oh, okay. it came out in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. So the other ones I'm not familiar with, and I'm not familiar with Man. I think it's called Manhunter. That was came out in eighty six, and that was a movie about. Hannibal Lecter too. So oh. Silence of the Lambs is actually the second film to feature Hannibal Lecter, but the first one, Manhunter, was like not, not nearly as successful. Oh wow! And like oh, everybody wow. kind of forgot about it. Damn. So, uh, so yeah. Um, I think that this one is. I mean, okay. Of the limited knowledge that I have, this one is certainly the best. Oh, there's also yeah. a show now. Apparently, I don't know. There's like a TV show about Hannibal Lecter. I don't know. Anyway, I hate, I, I hate when people try to fix something that's not broken yeah i mean don't keep it going exactly like it's so good i mean okay if you want to do if you want to adapt the books that's fine Mm because like there are a couple books but like just just leave it at that yeah just because silence of lambs was so good we didn't need another i mean hannibal i remember hannibal being pretty good but i haven't seen it in a really long time same um okay so should we like get into it get into it get into the characters yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it was directed by Jonathan Demi, who also the only movies that I of his that I've seen are Philadelphia and Rachel Getting Married, and those are both really good movies. Um, it was written by Ted Talley, who also wrote Red Dragon, um, which I did not see. It's based on Silence of the Lambs, the novel by Thomas Harris, and I think he also I think Red Dragon was his first novel and then silence of the lambs nice um we have the music by howard shore uh howard shore has been on our podcast a couple of times Mm -hmm. um he did the music for lord of the rings the fly big the game Mm -hmm. seven i want to do an episode on the game dude and seven dude it yeah both of those movies are really Mm -hmm. good the Uh, game was tight that's the one where at the end he's falling right who what his main character the game where uh, Michael Douglas? A man is falling. And... Well, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to. But, but you can say yes. <laughs> I'm, or no. I'm indica- I don't want to give it away for anyone who hasn't seen that movie. Go watch it and then we'll talk about it. Wait, 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 wait. We, we spoil shit. Who cares about them? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> I'm here to talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> and that's what they love. Honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember a man falling. She's lying. <laughs> I don't remember. She's lying. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So I, I care about you guys. I care about you. I like you guys, too. But I'm I care saying. about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a brat. You, you guys are. either love me or you hate me. <laughs> I love and you. if you hate me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you want to go through the cast? Mm-hmm. Do you, all right. Go ahead. All right, you guys. This... <laughs> This lovely woman, I I have to in say, in this corner, in this corner we have uh, her name is Jody Foster. She's an FBI agent. Her name is Clarice Starling. Well, she's a trainee. That's not what you wrote. <laughs> All right, before I go on here, she won an Academy Award for Best Actress. Yep, for this movie, which yep. is extremely deserving. Yeah, totally. 
Um, she killed it. She did. And 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 we've covered Jodie before. She was in the movie Contact. Uh, and we did that on episode, what, two? Two or three? Uh, or yeah, season one? Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to, I've, I've just, if, if you, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a dream stat, <laughs> stat you, um, you had, you, you, wit, you could, you, <laughs> you do it so well. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, if you guys go, if you look at our Instagram or our Facebook, just look at our face a little bit. Look at my look at my face and then look at Sheridan's. Don't look at my face for too long. Look at my face and then look at Sheridan's face. And then imagine us fucking and having a baby. Oh, yeah. That is Jodie Foster. That <laughs> Jodie is Foster jo- is our daughter. Jodie Foster is, a, is us mixed. Yeah, for sure. Like a little... Like and a the, salad. the thing about Jodie Foster is that she takes on roles. She does so well mm-hmm. because she takes on roles that she cares about and she thinks are important. She's not going to... Jodie Foster does not take just any role that's given to her. Like, she... Her characters... She wants her characters to be strong and independent and, like, a, a positive... Yeah. Role model. Yeah. So she really cared about this role. Right. She campaigned for this role she fought for this role and she you can tell like she really genuinely cared about it right and to the i think to this day she still says it's like one of her favorite roles that she's Mm -hmm. ever done and and you can really see that love and care that she put into developing her character Mm -hmm. um which is so which is such a stark contrast to anthony hopkins who like plays dr hannibal lecter the most memorable movie villain of all time and yet he was just like oh yeah i liked it so yeah (laughs) i just did it like and um yeah not that he didn't care about it but like he came at it i think in a different way (laughs) he is dude hannibal lecter is so scary to me he is very scary He, he he's held behind bulletproof glass because the guards don't trust him enough you know because he's that dangerous you know why they did that why? You know why all the other prisoners were in, like, had, like, uh, the bars? Because the camera, the director was like, people are not going to watch two people talking through bars oh, yeah. for 30 minutes. Like, yeah. we are going to put just, like, and and it would be, you know, and it looks, it kind of looks scarier. It, it looks does. more menacing to put, like, bulletproof glass with, like, mm-hmm. little holes. Because, and also they, they talk about why he's behind this bulletproof glass. It's because he is known to kill his cellmates. Yeah, which is which is terrifying. But I just have to. I just want to s- just talk about this really quick. Doesn't he look? Doesn't Anthony Hopkins look like a cross between Smeagol and a vampire? Yeah, and a Hobbit. He's <laughs> got a lot going on in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I do. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know. He he is really creepy looking. Um, he's very intimidating. He we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so, yeah, so we have, um, Jodie Foster as Clarice Starling, um, Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter, Scott Glenn as Jack Crawford, and Ted Levine as Buffalo Bill, James Gum. Again, one of the most memorable movie villains of all time. Oh, dude. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd, I'd fuck, fuck me. me. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot you could say about that character, and we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, so the movie, the movie opens on, on Jodie Foster, and she's, 
she's in training. She's like on, you know, she's running, you know, she's running on like this wooden, you know, this in this wooden path, whatever. And you, she's training to become an FBI agent. And she is kind of a small woman. Mm-hmm. So small in stature. And you see her running. It's like really early morning and she's by herself. Yeah. I thought so, she was running from something. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, whenever I, I had first seen it, I was like, it made me panic a little bit. Cause she's running through a forest. Yeah. And she's but running pretty realized... fast. But yeah, she's like, she's hustling. And like, you know, you can tell right away that she, she probably does this often, goes out before anybody even wakes up. Yeah. And runs by herself. Like She's, she's ambitious. Yeah. And she will, and she's a woman that's in a male dominated profession. So yep. she kind of has something to prove, you know, like definitely, you know, they're not going to take her as seriously as they would a man. Right. So she needs to like step up. This is the nineties. I mean, there, and like, there are women in this movie, like there are women FBI agents in this movie, but there, you know, it's, it's predominantly male. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's one of the big themes in this movie is Clarice, this hero having to like, having to do her job where, maybe people don't take her seriously. Yeah. You know, Dr. Chilton, one of the first things he tells her is, like, how attractive she is. Yeah. And she's like, Cut the, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, what are you even talking about, you know? Um, so already she, she's kind of pegged as this, you know, very strong and intelligent woman. She meets with her... Um, she meets with her superior, Jack Crawford, who is head of the behavioral sciences division of, of the FBI, and he tells her, you know, we're doing a profile on serial killers and we want you to meet with Hannibal Lecter, the psychiatrist. And she says Hannibal and she goes Hannibal the cannibal. And so right away you have this kind of paradox. You have a psychiatrist, so a very smart, you can assume a very smart person, uh, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, who's called the cannibal. So you have this very intelligent psychiatrist who has who eats people you know so already his character and you haven't even met him yet is very paradoxical it's very like i don't know it doesn't make sense spooky (laughs) um she she hopes to work with him when she graduates from the academy so she is really interested in in uh interviewing this hannibal lecter uh she and she suspects that there's a connection between Lecter and Buffalo Bill, this known serial killer that they're trying to, they're currently trying to find. She goes to the, um, he's, the doctor is being held at, like, a mental institution, I guess, for, and she meets with Dr. Chilton, who's the head psychologist of the, of the whole place, and he is a piece of work. He's the one who tells her, like, you know, we've had a lot of agents come through here, but none as attractive as you. Like, Ugh. bleh. Like, thanks. <laughs> um, thanks, dude. He leads her down this labyrinth of dark, dank hallways. Dank. Yeah, it's it looks wet. It, like, looks <laughs> wet. Uh, give me some dank. He tell you know, he tells her, like, you know, no paper clips, no sharp objects. Don't, you know, stay, <laughs> stay to the right. She's like, like Fuck, dude. He tells her that when a nurse tried to take off his restraints to do an EKG, he attacked her and ate her tongue. Ugh. Um, and and he mentions his pulse never got over eighty five. 
So he was very calm. Yeah. And like, and oh. that, it just, oh, it's so creepy. Jesus. Um, she convinces Dr. Chilton to do the interview alone and finally gets rid of him and goes through the last set of like big gates to where he's, to where the doctor is housed. There are like a few other cells before his. So he's housed with like, I don't know, like four or five other, other people. And, in, and like we said, instead of the bars, he has this plexiglass, uh, you know. Shield. She, yeah, exactly. Wall. Uh, Hannibal Lecter is so scary. Um, I will tell you why. I don't think the man blinks one time. Yeah, I don't in this think movie. so either. He is, right away he looks like a predator. He does. He is still. He is calm. His posture is so taunt yeah and he his his eyes are piercing and he's there's there are a lot of close-ups in this movie which is brilliant because you really get to see the like fierceness but the but the fierce calm almost in Hannibal's eyes like he's like you can tell that he has this animalistic side but is keeping it Contained. Locked in this yeah. intellectual's body, you know, like, and he, he, uh, what, what the fuck? When she, when she sees him, he's smiling. Yeah, he's smiling. And like he, like almost like he was expecting. He, he's expecting her. You know, he's, he's. Doesn't standing. he say he's, that? I've been expecting. No, that was contact. <laughs> uh, I've been expecting you, doctor. He, he is very. He just does not move a fucking muscle. Like he does not breathe. You know. No. He mentions. Not ever. He, uh, so they meet and we kind of get a story dump, exposition dump about Buffalo Bill. Mm -hmm. Buffalo Bill is a serial killer who kidnaps and murders, um, like plus sized women. Yep. I guess. And. Because they have more skin. Yeah. And he, he skins them. Uh, they don't, they have no idea why that, that's pretty much all they have is he's a serial killer who, who tends to take the skin from his victims and then dumps their bodies. And he usually takes only the skin, like specific parts. Right. You'll see cut off of people, women. He, um, he starts to like analyze her and criticize her and mention that he, he starts to like intimidate her and say that this is where he says, Oh, census taker once tried to test me. <laughs> I ate his liver <laughs> with some fava beans, beans and, and a nice candy. candy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one of the famous improvised lines. Mm-hmm. That little, not, I mean, not the whole line, but just that little like slurpy mm-hmm. sound that he makes. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah it's oh, so good. He, um, Oh, yeah. And so we forgot. So, okay. Uh, As Clarice is approaching Lecter's cell, the the prisoner right next to Lecter tells uh, Clarice that he can smell her cunt. God. And so later she's walking. As she's leaving the the prison, you can see him in the corner, like, kind of doing something. And then he, like, flings his cum. Ugh, into her in face. It's that's a really important part, though, because it's really disgusting. Um, H- Hannibal, he hears what happens, right? Yeah, and he calls her back mm-hmm. and, and apologizes. Yeah, and he he tells her to look up to look up an old patient of his named Miss Moffat. Uh, now we get a flashback. Mm-hmm. We get a super short flashback of 
little kid, Jodie Foster, welcoming her dad home from work, who is a police officer. Uh-huh. So now we get a little, we're getting a little... A little, little bit of this. A little bit of this. A little, little bit of that. Starling uh, family backstory. Fever. So uh, Clarice goes back to the academy and does research on Dr. Lecter and finds out... Oh, and then this is where she finds out that that cellmate, the one that like threw the jizz in her hair, um, is... is dead. Dead Oh, He swallowed his own tongue. Wonder how that happened. Hmm. Uh, they suspect that Hannibal Lecter was... Well... They said that all afternoon, Lecter was, like, whispering to Miggs, Mm -hmm. and then he killed himself. So, cool. Um, (laughs) uh, Starling's, like, search for this Moffat person leads her to a storage unit. And when she goes inside the specific storage unit, she finds really creepy shit. It's like all that shit in the (laughs) cabin in the woods. Yeah, dude. Um, It's really gross. And then she finds... A head in a jar. Head in a jar. It's really disgusting. And it, it's, <laughs> re- it, I mean, you get that close up. You get that. And that shocking music that, like it's, it's very emotional. This, this, the, sometimes it doesn't feel like a horror movie. This is a lot of different movies in one. It's yeah. a horror movie. It's a suspense thriller. It's a noir film. It's a, it's all kinds of stuff. But, and one of the things that, one of the one of the reasons or the one of the um, things that is so different about this horror movie in particular is like its use of music. The music is very emotional mm-hmm. and it swells. It's not scary. It's not meant to like spook you. Right. It's your the music is following the emotions of Clarice. Like yeah. she's. It's just it's very um, dramatic and oh, it's beautiful. It's great. I could just listen to the score all day long. Um. So she finds this head. She goes back to the Institute to talk to Lecter. Um, and she finds out that this Moffat person wasn't a patient, but an amogram, an anagram for the rest of me. He tells her that he wants to see a profile on Buffalo Bill, but she wants to talk about the man, like, whose head they just found. She was like, no, you're going to talk to me about this head. Um... It turns out this person was an old patient of Lecter's who was possibly killed by Buffalo Bill. Wow. Um, Hannibal offers a full psychological profile on Buffalo Bill and he'll help like the FBI catch him because uh, he's going to kill again very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Is like what he Predicts. surmises. Yeah. yeah. So enter uh, Brooke Smith singing Tom Petty. An American girl. <laughs> I love that song. Um, she's a college student heading home from, like, her day. I don't know. Work. She gets out of her car and she notices a man that is struggling putting um, a couch in a van. Yeah. And, and he's got a cast on. Yeah. He's, and this is, uh, this is why I don't, <laughs> I, I, I would not have stopped and helped, um, I have to say. Dude, I, I'm, I'm going to. Listen, people are bad, okay? There's a lot of bad people out there. And if you don't think, if you look at somebody and they look like they need help, but you aren't thinking about what, who could be lurking around the corner to throw you into their van, why? Just just think a little bit. I don't know. It's just... There's a lot of human trafficking and stuff out there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I mean, if you know you have a broken arm, why are you trying to move a couch by yourself? Exactly. It's like, use your brain. Mm-hmm. You better lose your brain. Lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't lose it. Don't lose it. Use it. Um, 
Well, in this case, she lost it because she uh, Catherine is a good person. You know, she wants to help this guy out that's struggling with a couch. This is how Ted Bundy got people. Okay, ladies. I blame her parents. The next time you see someone struggling with a couch, think of Ted Bundy. He was also a very charming and charismatic and handsome person mm-hmm. who lured women into his car by doing this exact same thing. Mm-hmm. That it, ugh. So she is like, here, let me help you. And he says, okay, you take the side, like, basically you take the side that's going into the van first. That's your first mistake right there, buddy. Yep. Like, so she gets in the van. Now she's in a position of vulnerability. He's in the position of power because he's got this couch and, re- you know, he's mm-hmm. right in front of her. So he essentially gets her in the van and beats her and kidnaps her. And we can see he, he like, cuts up her shirt and looks at the skin. And now we, we I think we're assuming, like, oh, shit, this is, this is Buffalo Bill. Yep. Um, so meanwhile, Starling finds out that another woman's body has been found in West Virginia. So she goes with Crawford <laughs> to investigate Um, because it seems to be, like, a Buffalo Bill-style murder. We find that we... This is another, like, exposition dump. We find out that he... Buffalo Bill keeps his victims for, like, three days and starves them so that their skin will, like, stretch out. And he shoots... He skins them, shoots them, and dumps them. Uh, she guesses that Buffalo Bill has, like, a house somewhere, has a a permanent residence to Mm -hmm. do his work, because it's somewhere that, you know, needs to be private. Um, she, they get to the coroner's office, and the place is, like, super packed with officers, and they, like, really want to see that body. They're like, yeah! Yeah. And Starling, Starling is actually the one, in a room of all of these men, she's the one who steps up, and she's like, hey, you need to respect the victim and the victim's families get out of here. Right. Like we need to do our work, Mm -hmm. get out. And so they all just, and they all kind of stare at her baffled. Mm -hmm. Like who the fuck are you bitch? Yeah. They've never heard a woman speak before. (laughs) You guys talk. Yeah. (laughs) The fuck is that? (laughs) So they, they leave and that leaves Starling Crawford. And then two of the local police officers, they, it's this scene reminded me a lot of Jaws. Um, they take you don't see the body, but they're you can hear them talking about it and talking about what you know what it looks like and stuff, but you don't really see it until the very end. Um, they inspect the body and it's really it's kind of it's really gross because it's been in a like a lake for a couple days. Um, two large sections of her back were skinned, and yeah. that looks pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact for that scene. So when you, when you skin somebody, you don't see like, you see fat first. Right. So they used chicken fat and KY jelly and like yellow number five and made it look so, and that was like their people, like their person fat, you know? That's really cool. Um, I love makeup facts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you'll like this one then too. Yeah. Um, another fun fact: the cocoon. So they find a. They also find a cocoon in her mouth, in her down her throat. throat yeah. yeah, and it makes that little. 
Yeah. Like that, there's that one last breath yeah. as it comes out. Oh my God, it's brilliant. It's gross. Um, that it was smelled like shit. So that cocoon was made of, I think they said Tootsie Rolls and like jelly, like jelly worms. That like, thing looks uh, so bad. Gummy worms. It looked really gross. And yeah. it looked, but it looked real. It yeah. looked like a cocoon, you know? Um, cocoon. A cocoon. They like a cocoon. <laughs> So she, uh, Clarice takes the cocoon, <laughs> cocoon. <laughs> and she takes it to um, two of her associates that are like bug experts, cocoon experts. <laughs> and they tell her that the moth is actually a death. Did you say moth? No, I said moth. <laughs> no way, dude. She said moth with an F. She said, you look at that moth. <laughs> no, That's a big moth. Mm-mm. You know, moth came in that cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so where was I? They tell her that it is a death's head moth, <laughs> <laughs> and they're only native to Asia, so you have to like special order them to get them. So she's like, "Okay, that's fucking weird." Damn. Cut to Buffalo Bill's house, and guess what? There are moths everywhere. There's moths everywhere. There's moths. <laughs> they got moths on the ceiling, moths on the floor. <laughs> they got moths everywhere. Um, yeah, this movie is the the moth uh, symbol is very present in this movie. It's very yeah. indicative of the theme of transformation in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo Bill, and we'll 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 get more into it um, as we go along toward the end, but he's mm-hmm. very into this, all this symbolism of change because Buffalo Bill hates who he is and he wants to be someone else. He hates and his body. That's why he wants to skin women and wear them. Because mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't like Ooh. his own body. <laughs> we So we get to Buffalo Bill's house. There's a room, there are multiple rooms full of moths. We see a naked Buffalo Bill sewing something. We don't know what it is mm-hmm. quite yet, but it looks kind of like skin. Yeah. Uh, skin cape. And then we go into a room that just has a well. It's just a room with a dirt floor and a well. And at the bottom of the well is Catherine Martin, who turns out to be uh, the daughter of the senator. Oh, shit. And who public is like publicly pleading for her daughter's life. So now we have this almost, like, political drama element yeah. of, like, you know. So uh, Clarice visits with Dr. Lecter again, and he tells she tells him that if he helps them catch Buffalo Bill and save Catherine, they will transfer him to a VA hospital in New York with, like, this great view... And once a year, he'll get to go to this island and, you know, go on the beach and swim and whatever. And if Catherine dies, then he doesn't get anything. Instead, Lecter wants to learn personal information about Starling. So he kind of, in exchange for information about Buffalo Bill. So it's kind of, it becomes a quid pro quo thing. You know, you tell me something and I'll tell you something. Mm -hmm. So she... In this scene, she tells him about her father's death when she was 10. Her father was the state marshal who spooked some burglars coming out of, a like, the back of a store, and they shot him. 
and uh, and he lived for like a month and then died, um, finally like succumbing to his wounds. So um, she after that she went to live with cousins in Montana, and that's all we get. This is that's all we get from this scene. And then Lecter explains to Starling that. Buffalo Bill uses moths in association with his murders because he wants to change. There's something about him that he wants to change. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill, he, you know, Buffalo, or, um, I'm sorry, Dr. Lecter says that Buffalo Bill doesn't quite want to be a transsexual person. Right. Because it's not the gender that he, he wants just very badly to be someone else. Um, he might have been rejected from receiving sexual reassignment surgery, so he's not changing... He's changing himself the only way he knows how. Um, he explains that he just hates who he is and he hates his gender. He doesn't... Um, he's just confused. Right. And uh, Buffalo Bill has actually been um, the center of a lot of controversy in film. There's a lot of... There's a lot of people who rightly, very rightly say that trans people in horror are, you know, depicted as being people who are out of their minds, mm-hmm. who, who don't, who are like crazy and they yeah. don't, they don't know what, to, you know, um, and that's not no, cool. Not at all. So I think that, I think that there were some people who were very offended when this movie came out and yeah. this movie that depicted Buffalo Bill as this crazy psychopath because yeah, he was a trans person yeah. yeah um interesting yeah so it's there's That's a, a nice perspective i yeah, never really thought about that it's but. the same thing in psycho like it's very much um you know there are, there are a couple of uh and and in sleepaway camp too there's a there are a couple of horror movies out there that don't really um depict transsexual people in a, in a good light so right. this is one of those movies that came out to great acclaim but it also came out to like a lot of controversy and mm-hmm. within like the gay community and the trans community so um but that is a discussion for another podcast yeah. <laughs> um so Lecter explain oh i'm sorry um so okay so this is really important so he they're exchanging all this information and dr chilton the head psychologist who thinks that, I mean, he he thinks that he owns Dr. Lecter pretty much. Like, he is his most prized possession. Yeah. Um, he secretly records their conversation, conversation so that, so now he finds out about Starling's mission. Yeah, which is, turns out to be totally bogus. Um, we cut to probably, arguably, the most, one of the most famous scenes in this movie. Um, we cut to Buffalo Bill's house where he's telling Catherine to put the lotion on its skin and <laughs> does it whenever it's told. Um, does what it's told. We, it's really messed up. I mean, Catherine the whole time is screaming. At the bottom of this well. Right. And she's, you can tell she's been there for days and she's, she's starving and scared, just screaming. Dirty. I want to see my mom. Yeah. Like, that oh, That breaks my heart. Like, it breaks my heart. And you can see, you can see, like, a glimmer in Buffalo Bill's eyes. Yeah. Where he feels sympathy. Yes. He, he feels so bad, but, like... He can't even look at her. No, He but, has to, like, turn his head away from yeah. her. So he just starts mocking her. Mm-hmm. He just, in order to, like, shut that out, he just screams over her. Mm-hmm. And the so the what's really great about this part is is so she she puts the lotion on and then she puts the lotion back in the basket and as the basket is on its way up, the flashlight uh, flashes on the sides of the walls and mm-hmm. there's like nails 
in it. Yeah. And like finger, you know, blood and nails. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, it's from his previous victims and shit. It's so scary. Um, so yeah, it's a really, it's a really hard scene to watch. Um, I don't, I really don't like, I, I know I say this every episode, I really don't like, like, torture or, you know, so this, that's really hard for me. Uh, meanwhile, back at the Institute, Dr. Chilton is explaining to Dr. Lecter that there was, there really was no plan with, the, with uh, the FBI to be transferred, and he offers a deal of his own. He offers for Lecter to be transferred to Tennessee, in uh in exchange for yeah in exchange for uh for buffalo bill they fly him to men to memphis and he meets with the senator this is the famous um the famous scene where he's in his like muzzle yeah and he's strapped to the thing that oh my god it's real it's so terrifying because you have this calm cool collected intellectual i mean this guy is smart yeah he knows what's going on Mm -hmm. he's smarter than you and he's two steps ahead of you like he is a predator. Yeah. But he, and he's talking so sweetly and, and calmly, but he has this muzzle on, mm-hmm. you know, and his eyes g- glimmer with this like animalistic, oh, is it up. weird that I'm attracted to that? No, like, I, am, I am seriously, like, I, I'm going to be real with all of you right now. Like, it's kind of hot. Dude, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> have you ever had a dream? <laughs> No, seriously, like, there's something about a man who's bad yeah, and highly intelligent. I'm a sapiosexual by nature. I am sexually attracted to intelligence. Yes. If you're dumb, if you're not educated in the slightest, whether it's street smarts or book smarts, I don't give a shit, there is not going to ever be a chance <laughs> with us. You hear that? You hear that, you dummies? Um, Yeah, it, it's really... Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So he is in this muzzle. He's strapped to this, um, like kink table. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, who tell, so he tells them that Buffalo Bill's real name is Lewis friend. And this is, I want to read to you. I want to recite to you my favorite line of this movie, you guys. Um, he says, uh, it's, it's when, uh, I think you all know already. I'm like nervous. So he says, he says, amputate a man's leg and you can still feel it tickling. Tell me, mom, when your little girl is on the slab, where will it tickle you? <laughs> it's so scary. Dude. You guys, it's so scary. And he's, again, he's smiling the entire time he says this. It's so and then she says take this thing back to baltimore oh and Dude. then he says love your suit <laughs> I love that. um so starling so now we have um we have hannibal lecter staying in like a courthouse in tennessee and starling like flies down there to meet with him isn't don't they have him in a cage yeah it's like in a in the middle of a big room oh my God. This dude, this part, this is one of my favorite parts. Um, he he basically scorns her for lying to him about the deal, about this like phony deal. Yeah. And she comes back with this realization that Lewis Friend is not his name is not Buffalo Bill's name either. Mm-hmm. It's another anagram for iron sulfide or fool's gold. 
So he was lying to the senator and to Chilton. Because he was two steps ahead of him. Yep. Um, he, he, they kind of get into this, this game of like, okay, you know, use your brain. Why, you know, why does Buffalo Bill kill women? Like, why, you know, why does he, you know, she's tr- he's trying to help her figure out who this Buffalo Bill person is without outrightly telling her, you know. Uh, he also presses her for more personal information, and this is where we get a big reveal that, um, that Clarice went to live with her mother's cousins in Montana after her dad died, and they owned, like, a sheep ranch. And one morning she ran away, um, because she woke up early one morning to the sounds of her family slaughtering the, the lambs. So she, in desperation, like, she tried to, she said she tried to rescue them and they wouldn't leave, they were so scared they wouldn't leave the barn. So she just desperately picked up one of them and ran off with it. And I guess she, you know, didn't get more than a few miles before she was picked up and she was taken to an orphanage after that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a really, just a really sad, Mm -hmm. really sad story, I have to say. It's, um... You know, and, and again, Jodie Foster is giving this incredible performance and the, the camera is so close up on her face. You can just see every emotion she's feeling. Yeah. You can feel it. I'm sorry. You can feel every emotion she's feeling. <laughs> um, and you can, you just, it's radiating off of her. Yeah. The heartbreak is radiating off of her. Yeah. Um, uh, Dr. Chilton shows up before she can get Buffalo Bill's real name and, like, basically, like, kicks her out. Oh, fun fact. One of the guys that takes her away, one of the security guards, is George Romero, you guys! <laughs> Creator of Night of the Living Dead. That's all, I love those cameos, dude. Dude, I was... I was shooketh when I heard shooketh. that. <laughs> I was shooketh. Uh, this is my favorite part of the movie. Uh, this is, We're now entering kind of the... Well, I don't know if this part would be considered the third act. I don't know. It's, it's, I just really when love, he's in like, the court this part on. Yeah, when they, so, like, <sighs> the, so later that day, two officers arrive with Dr. Lecter's dinner, and they enter, which is lamb, by the way. Yeah, dude. Uh, they enter the cell so that they, they can give it to him, and Lecter pulls a piece of, like, a part of a pen out of his mouth, which, I forgot to mention, he took away from Dr. Chilton. Yep. Uh, when he wasn't looking. <laughs> He's then... Because he took a pen into the cell. He broke his fucking rule. Yep. No pens in the cell, bro. Mm-hmm. So they handcuff him to... They handcuff Lecter to the, to the actual cell. And um, he is then like... He then uses like the little pick to get out of the cuffs. And he cuffs one of the officers to the bars. And the other officer comes in to help. And Lecter just... Bites his fucking face. Yeah, dude, like a fucking animal that he is. And then he just bashes this guy's head on the bar. It's just boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And the whole time that he's not, like, his face is just stoic. Yeah, dude. Like, he does not break so a goddamn calm. sweat, dude. Um, Dude, in the, in the, isn't this the part where he puts on classical music? Yeah. And eats the, eats his fucking dinner after he kills these two people yeah so he 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 bites that guy's face he's on the ground then he takes the guy's baton mm-hmm. and just smacks the shit out of the other guy yeah, just dude. beats him to death <sighs> he beats them both to death all the while not breaking a sweat 
And then all and also this whole time classical I think the whole time classical music has been playing. Mm-hmm. And so and then he gets up and just calmly starts like listening to the music. Yes. And and that's fucking it. Um back in the lobby, they notice they notice that the elevator is moving and they notice that there are gunshots from from like above. Mm-hmm. Uh they go up to investigate and they find first of all there's no lector. Uh they find one of the officers strung up. Yeah. On the bars of the almost like almost like a butterfly. Yeah. Like he's you know, his yep. arms are out and up and it, it looks very oh, it's so scary. And he's completely gutted. He there is like no he's hollowed out. Like shit. Uh, uh so the body so the body of the other officer is is nearby and they're like, he's breathing, we gotta get an ambulance down here. Um while they're in the ve- they're in the elevator taking the the remaining officer down to the ambulance, they notice blood coming from the ceiling. And when they when the elevator opens, they take the they take the officer out and they open up the like ceiling to the elevator, and a body falls into the elevator. Who we who is presumably uh, Lecter because yeah. he's dressed in all white. He's like so in the ambulance. Back in the ambulance, it's revealed that the wounded officer is actually Lecter. <laughs> he peeled off the officer's face and put it on his own face and got away with it. That's crazy. He, get, he gets up, he takes the face off. <laughs> and his face is just covered in blood. And he attacks, he attacks the people in the ambulance. It is so scary it's so creepy don't fuck with lecta no don't um (laughs) so starling learns that he he took the ambulance to the memphis airport and took out a couple more people and he's gone lecter is that's the last time we see him he is he's gone um well not the last time but uh let's see so after viewing so starling is back at the academy She's poring over Buffalo Bill's case file, and um, they find out that Buffalo Bill knew his first victim personally. So they go to Starling goes to meet with like the family and friends of hers in Ohio, and learns that Buffalo Bill was a tailor, a local um, dressmaker, and who he he used dress patterns that were similar to the shapes that he would cut out. Of these bodies. Jesus Christ. She fig- she kind of deduces that then Buffalo Bill is making a woman's suit. Mm-hmm. And so she calls Crawford and she's like, he's making a suit. He's making a woman's suit. Like, that's what he's doing all these women. And Crawford's like, uh, great. We're on a plane over to his house right now. We're going to be there in 45 minutes. And she's like, what the fuck? And he go- he's- he tells her, like, we've been, we looked through, um... You know, they they cross-referenced notes from Lecter and Johns Hopskin, uh, Hopkins. <laughs> Johns Hopkins. <laughs> Hopkins and found a man named Jame Gum who ordered a bunch of caterpillar, uh, little caterpillars from, like, I, I don't, I, I can't remember. Caterpillar from, land. Yeah, from, exactly. <laughs> um, so they have an address and they're going over to his house right now. And she's like, shit, good job. Like... Uh, so from now on, there's going to be multiple things happening at the same time. Yep. I will try to be as clear <laughs> as I possibly can. I'm sure you've all seen this movie, so you know what I'm talking about. But, um, just in case you haven't, uh, it's gonna get weird. So back at the International House of Horrors, 
aka Buffalo Bill's house, we see um, Buffalo Bill getting 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 it made up real nice. He's I'd putting fuck. on makeup. He's like, I'd fuck me. Would you, would you fuck me? He's got his dick between his legs. Yep. He's. I, do you know how many men did that after that movie? <laughs> do you think like men is that a thing it is dude every almost every guy i've been with i've seen them tuck their dick between their <laughs> legs and i love it oh my god <laughs> i'm like can you dance for me like buffalo bill <laughs> here wear my uh, kimono <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing he's wearing like someone's scalp yeah. he's like wearing a woman's scalp it's, it's very really cool. disgusting oh uh, <laughs> i'm just kidding so while he's doing while he's doing his little dance um Catherine is trying to lure the dog, his little dog, his little poofy uh, poodle. Into the hole. Into the hole, yeah. Precious, that's her name. She's like, uh, come on, Precious! Oh, yeah, that's a good fucking idea. Use mm-hmm. that as, well, then he, I mean, he'd probably just shoot you. Because, like, that's what he, like, he'd probably just be like, all right, yeah, my dog. Dude, all like, she has to do is hold the dog above. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm going to hide under your dog. <laughs> So this is the um, so yeah uh, she she got she got a hold of the dog and is now like holding the dog hostage. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of Buffalo Bill's freaking out because this is like he loves this dog. Yeah, loves it. The SWAT team. So now we see um, a separate shot of a whole SWAT team arriving at this house. They're they're all posted up. They're posi- positioning themselves um, outside and they break in. And all the while, there's a knocking at the door of Buffalo Bill's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so SWAT team goes in. There's nobody fucking there. Uh, so they have the wrong house. Who is at the right house is fucking Clarice. God damn it. Yep. Uh, Clarice, after interviewing with a bunch of um, her friends, she comes up with the name Jack Gordon, who she... Um, and she gets to his house at the same time that the SWAT team is breaking into what they think is the right Jane house. Gum's house. Yeah. And she immediately, almost immediately recognizes him as Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Crawford realizes that they have the wrong house, he immediately thinks of Starling. And he's like, we gotta fucking get we that fucker. We gotta go. So he... Um, Buffalo Bill invites Clarice in, telling her, you know, telling her, like, oh, yeah, I have a number for somebody who might know something, whatever, about this murder. She plays it cool. She gets to, like, the kitchen, you know, and she's just watching him kind of sift through his, like, business cards. Mm-hmm. And she event- she eventually pulls her gut out on him, tells him to freeze, and he... Starts to comply, but then runs. Doesn't she pull the gun because she sees one of the moths? Yeah, she sees, like... And she then sees she a moth. the connection. She, yeah, she sees a bunch of, like, butterfly drawings and, like, paintings on the walls and stuff. Like, yeah. it's very... Yeah, she Telling. starts to... Yeah, she starts to, to Connect the piece dots. it together. So she pulls her gun, and he runs away, and, and she goes in after him, and he goes down into his pit of madness. Mm-hmm. Um, Doom pit. She runs into some really gross stuff, like the lady suit. Mm-hmm. She runs it, and we. This is the first time we see the 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 body suit in in the making. Yeah, and it's it's pieced together. It's really nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Jody or uh, <laughs> Clarice is very very disturbed by this. Mm-hmm. Um, she also finds a decomposing decomposing <laughs> a decomposing de- body a decomposing body <laughs> in a bathtub. <laughs> so gross. Uh, she finds Catherine, but she doesn't find Buffalo Bill. And almost immediately after she finds Catherine, he uh, he turns off all the lights mm-hmm. in the place. So she's in complete darkness. So now pretty much the rest of the movie is in complete darkness. And it's so, this is such a great, such a great element. Um, because she's so scared. Yes. But she knows she has to get him. So now for the first time we are in... Uh, Buffalo Bill's point of view, and mm-hmm. he has night vision goggles on, so he can see what's happening. Yep. And he—he's following he's her right behind her. Yes, he's following so close. He's reaching out to like yeah. touch, touch her, her hair, <laughs> dude. And he—and then we we see a gun, you know, come up, which casts a shadow, mm-hmm. by the way, um, <laughs> which wouldn't happen in night vision. But hey, it's fine. Hey, what are you gonna uh, do? So he he points a gun at her, and. She hears the gun. She hears cock. the cock. Yeah. Yeah. The cock. We had to say it. We just had to say it. <laughs> say it with me. Cock. Cock. Uh, she he, hears the cock. She, but she's fast though. She hear as soon as she hears it, she pulls out her gun and, mm-hmm. and shoots. Yep. She and, turns around. Blah, blah. Yep. And shoots him multiple times yep. and it shoots like some sunlight back into like from a window, from mm-hmm. like a broken window. And, uh, and she saves Catherine. That's it. Like, yeah. she saves Catherine. She kills Buffalo Bill. Um, and she saves the day. She graduates from the academy mm-hmm. um, with, like, full honors yep. or whatever. Uh, she, and, and uh, you know, it's kind of kind of a closing ceremony, ceremony. to this movie. Um, but then uh, Clarice gets a call. And who is it from? And who's on the other end? Hannibal the Cannibal. <laughs> Uh, he is like on in a different country yeah on a like some, South Africa or something something like that some kind of maybe tropical island yeah. or something and he is telling Clarice that you know I I expect you know I'm letting you get away so mm-hmm. you let me get away yeah like, doesn't he give a subtle hint of who he's about to hunt I mean kind of something. he goes he says I'm having an old friend for dinner <laughs> and then he looks at Dr. Chilton getting off of a plane <gasps> So he right. is going to eat Dr. Chilton. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So, he, yeah, he tells her that's the last. He's like, don't bother with a trace. I'm not going to be on for that long. And tells her, you know, I let you get away. So why don't you just let me go away? And Clarice yeah. says, you know, I can't do that. Yeah. And he's like, bitch, bye then. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and then he said, you know, he basically says, I'm having an old friend for dinner. And we see Dr. Chilton. And then he hangs up and walks, <laughs> like, walks towards Dr. Chilton, you know. Um. So that's it. That is the end of Silence of the Lambs. It is so so scary. With and and you know what? It has. It's a little long. It's. I think it's just over two hours. Yeah. But it does not feel like it at all. Dude, Jodie Foster movies. I'll I'll sit for a few hours. I love Jodie Foster. I will always watch a Jodie Foster movie. Same. And Anthony Hopkins, dude. Like mm-hmm. he is. They are so good. They're so hypnotizing in, in everything. Their, in their whole entire makeup, everything like. Just the way that they carry themselves and articulate themselves, how they make you feel. This movie spawned many a serial killer mystery in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, along came the spider and Seven and 
a um, bunch of other ones. So there were a lot of movies that that were influenced by this, and you can, I mean, it's obvious why. Yeah. It, it's fucking incredible. Um. So, so yeah. I if you haven't seen it, <laughs> or if you haven't see seen it. it in a while, we say see it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Very good. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, okay, I cannot close this podcast without doing a shout out of the week. Um, <laughs> I have recently found a another podcast that I just have to tell you guys about. Yes, it's called the Trash Blood Horror Cast. It um it was a a comedy podcast, but is now a comedy slash um horror movie rant slash it's so funny nice it's so funny they remind me so much of us like <laughs> they just get on there and they have so much fun um let me see their picture they look like they're having fun we're, we're on instagram right now looking at them um <laughs> and the okay so they let me see they talk about movies they talk about comedy they talk about all kinds of stuff and at the end of every episode they do a like mock um horror movie script oh, yeah yeah, i follow them i follow yeah, them. yeah it's so they're so funny check them out they're on um we're on their instagram page right now it's i think it's just trash blood horror cast trash blood horror cast all lowercase no spaces do the damn thing give them a follow it, it they're so funny check them out check it out Check them out on the Slasher app. Uh, they're on there too. Sheridan is is. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like going through her Instagram a, like it's mine. They're a biweekly podcast, and mm-hmm. I think their episodes come out on Fridays. Nice. So get on it. It's the perfect thing to listen to on a Friday. It's so good. Sheridan is the one that like hunts podcasts. I I hunt you guys. I, Are there podcasts listening? Dude, I, 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 I'm just been really, really busy. So, yeah, totally. So it's not that it's not that I don't love you. I do. Um, it's just that I don't have any time for yeah. anything. My yeah. my life is really crazy. I'm about to move and shit. You know, work is crazy. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Comedy, whatever. Um, but yeah, Sheridan's doing a, a mad work right now. Just, just really, <laughs> just put, loving on you guys. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, I mean, just these. You got, it's such an it's such an amazing community and mm-hmm. um supportive. You know, the guys at Trash Blood Horrorcast and Rye Smile Films and others, like, they all talk to me about movies mm-hmm. and that we we talk about our podcast and like we just talk about whatever and like nice. they're just really amazing people and I just I really love listening to their stuff. Hell like yeah. cause they're cause they love these movies yeah. just like we do, you right. know? Or they or they hate them, just mm-hmm. like we, you know, it's like they're just passionate about it. And right. I, I want to support, I want to support that. My you know? thing, dude, there needs to be sometime in the future. We have like a, a horror podcast con. Oh, dude. Hell yeah. And maybe not even a con, but like, but we just all a, just a like, <laughs> yeah, we pick a state, we meet up, we have dinner, we get fucked up. Guys, I am, if you're a horror podcast and you're hearing this, message us. Yeah, And dude. like, we will make something happen because I want to meet you guys. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. Don't kill us. <laughs> we are small, but you know what? We can fight like little rabbit animals. We can scrap. Yeah, we can scrap, scratch, whatever. <laughs> Kick punt? I'll cunt punt, dude. Don't test me. <laughs> have you ever been kicked in the vagina? Yes. So have I. Why do we both say yes I, to that? I mean, 
Because I, I played soccer, dude. I had Same, like, dude. I, I had a lot of like foot to body contact. Dude, I just had mean boyfriends, dude. Not boy, not I wasn't dating him, but like I was a tomboy, so we would fight each other and shit. Like I thought, <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> my previous boyfriends abused me. <laughs> so I was like, what are you? I'm not into I'm not into slapping. I want you to kick it. No. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's so fucked. Nope. I'm into that rough shit. Really rough. Jesus Christ, this fight club shit. Uh, guys, <laughs> uh, if we ever date, you have to have no, kicked. No, no. You have to have kicked a bitch in the vagina. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> you have the weirdest qualifications. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please don't kick anyone in the in the box or the... The box? <laughs> what is the box? Dude, Okay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there is actually a story about this, okay. and I'm going to tell you real quick. Okay. So, I used to, my parents used to, like, breed dogs, like, a lot of greyhounds. Okay. And um, when you breed dogs that often, you don't want to say vagina. Like, you don't want to have to, like, okay, well, blah, 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 about the vagina. <laughs> my grandma would call it a box. And then that transitioned into, like, no one in my family said vagina. They called it a box because my dad had to be, like, mom and dad. So he just, like, you know, oh, you probably on your period. You women in your boxes. Like, why not just say the word vagina? It's just a word. He's, you know, men. They- oh, my God. Oh my god, you guys. Just call it a vagina. Like, that's what it is. I think it's funny. Oh my god, box. <laughs> Don't kick me in the never, box. I've never heard that. Have you ever heard that in a porno? No. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Fuck my, my box. box. <laughs> such a tight box. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of We Don't Say That Word. <laughs> oh my goodness. Guys, I have no idea what we're in store this month for Flick Chicks, but I will say that we will have Christmas horror. Mm-hmm. It's coming uh, at you. It's November still, so chill the fuck out. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, wait. Do we still have one more uh, November episode? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think next Monday is not November anymore. Is it? Yeah, it'll be the second. Yeah. So oh. so the next episode will be a Christmas flick. Yeah. A Christmas flick. Oh, Christmas. <laughs> We're going to be on some next level shit for the entire month, dude. I, okay. I wasn't... I've been kind of depressed this holiday season, but something happened yesterday where I was like, I know I'm moving, but I want to put my tree up. So I think after, I think this weekend I'm going to put my tree up and then I want to put my tree up and then I might put it in here. It's small. It's like a four foot tree. It's like a really little one. Yeah. Mine is thin, but tall. So I was thinking about putting it in the corner over there. That's cool. And then on our next episode, it'll feel like Christmas. (laughs) I'm so excited. You guys, Mm -hmm. um, Cool, that's all I got. I get this Same. has been another episode of Flick Chicks. Yeah. Um, I'm shared. <laughs> nope, no you're not. <laughs> 
You wish. No, I'm I don't know why um, I always do that. I'm Sheridan. You can follow Sheridan. Oh, at- sorry, guys. You can follow me. Sheridan at your Goliath pal on Instagram. Um, that's where I post all my stuff. I don't really <laughs> mess with Facebook anymore because Mark Zuckerberg is evil. Yeah, he's a lizard man. <laughs> my name is Chelsea. If you want to follow me, uh, follow me on Instagram at lunar underscore waifu. Um, I... She's picking up commissions in January. Yeah, dude. Sorry, was that... Can I say that? You can, you can, but y'all motherfuckers gotta wait. Yeah. There's gonna be a very long line. Yeah. Because her... And I'm I'm not even gonna have a line. That's another rule of mine. I'm coming out with a new rule list. Guess what? Chelsea's taking on probably two commissions at a time. Yeah. And after that, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-ask again. And if you don't speak up, then we don't hook up. That's... (laughs) That's good, though. Like, I think that you should only take on what you're willing to, like... Yeah. You know? Because what I did when I first started, I was like, 50 commissions, I'll get to you when I get to you. Yep. And then I had, yeah, it was a mess. Yeah. But so, new, new me, new year. New so year. look for the Instagram posts and the whatnots. Yeah. Find um, us on Slasher app, Flick Chicks Official. Instagram at Flick Chicks Official. Yep. Um, and uh, that's where we put all of our news and movie facts mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. polls. And and you can find us on Facebook. We do have a like page. Uh, give us a five-star review. Please. Um, you know, if you just do the stars, you're not going to get to write anything. We want to hear what you have to say. Uh, so tell, yeah, tell yeah. us what you think and, and then give us five stars. <laughs> uh, you can do that on iTunes. Um, if you don't have iTunes, we're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. All major podcast streaming services. Tell your friends, your mama, your grandma. Your, your daddy, your yep. neighbor, whatever, dude. Yep. Like, <laughs> Listen to our podcast. Yes. Thank um, you all so much for... For being there. Yeah. And ha- and happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. If uh, you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. If you don't, because it's a terrible, terrible fucking holiday, um, just, just eat. You know yeah. What I mean? Just fucking eat. Eat a lot. You know? I mean, let's face it. Like, the history behind it all is really fucked up. Mm-hmm. But let's just, let's, so let's just have it be a, a holiday for eating. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, it's winter. We're all cold as fuck. So yep. we all want to just eat. Mm-hmm. And if you have leftovers, go get yourself a fucking Friendsgiving, dude. Give back to the people you love, which is even more than your family. If your you friends. Have, if you have nowhere to go for Thanksgiving, hit me the fuck up. Yeah. I mean. I guess. <laughs> Unless you're a psycho killer. That was then. Sheridan. I don't want you <laughs> at my house. Don't come to me. This is Chelsea. Oh. What? Nope. Okay. I lost it. All right. Love you guys right. Love so you guys. much. Bye. Thank you.